the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's time to feel the power with Hurricane Hotline. You think football is fun? Uh, yes. Hosted by Dave Bristow and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now. 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Bristow and coach John Booth. And a pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Buffalo Wild Wings. You know where we are, corner of Cortez and 14th Street, the Lowe's Plaza. We've got kind of a late-arriving crowd here tonight and a late-arriving coach, John Booth, not here yet because they got a little weather delay at practice, and so they are practicing a little bit overtime. Gene Brown and Danny Carter have bailed ship, so it's just yours truly here tonight at Buffalo Wild Wings for Hurricane Hotline. Hurricanes with a huge win, 57-7 over Steinbrenner. Yet another running clock. That is eight in a row as far as district games and running clocks. An amazing record for Manatee as the Hurricanes improve to 2-0 in the district. Things will get probably a little bit tougher on Friday night as Manatee travels to Palm Harbor. Of course, weather permitting, we still don't know what that pesky hurricane is going to do. Hopefully it will just stay away and stay out in the Atlantic. But as of now, the game will be on, and hopefully we won't have too much weather to deal with on Friday night as the Hurricanes will take on the Hurricanes. Yeah, that's right. Palm Harbor is also the Hurricanes. We'll be on the air at 7 o'clock with a 7.30 kickoff for that game. But as far as this last Friday night, boy, it was all Manatee after an opening touchdown by Steinbrenner. Yeah, they went ahead 7 to nothing, And then the Hurricanes with 57 unanswered points. Unbelievable. As it was an offensive display like, uh, well, we've seen in district games, that's for sure. We had Keon Fordham with a huge game, the running back, A.J. Cola Giovanni, the quarterback. They are our co-offensive players of the game. And Josh Booker, it was good to see him back in action as Josh running from the running back position and also got some playing time at linebacker. And we'll talk to Coach Booth about that to see just how much Booker might be contributing to the defense as we move along in the season. But for the Hurricanes, it was a huge win again 57 unanswered points and if you look at uh, the team they're playing this week palm harbor a pretty good football team palm harbor two and two on the year but if you look at who they have played east lake 38 35 lost to east lake east lake is undefeated that game went down to the final few minutes and it was a field goal by Eastlake with about five minutes to go that won the game. Then they lost to Newsom. Newsom, a very good team in our district, 14-7. to That was a very close game. Then Sarasota Riverview, a big victory, 35-30. to And then they really 
put it to Alonzo last week, 38-6. to So that's how they stand, 2-2 two and two on the year. But uh, they're a pretty good football team, and we have to go on the road. And uh, we're waiting on Coach Booth to join us here. But Gene Brown is here. And, Gene, we were just talking about uh, this team from Palm Harbor and the fact that we have to go on the road, and it certainly hasn't been kind to us yet this year. So we really, this is a, just a huge game. Yeah, it definitely is, Dave. And when we the travel, obviously, we know how far it is. It's, you know, it's may not as far, but it's the traffic that you get into. And uh, hopefully our team has rebounded from what we've gone through on the road before. But when you look at it, you know, we got to go up there and just play fundamental football like we have the last two weeks and uh, keep improving each play and just have a little fun. Yeah, and, uh, you know, you hate to talk about a, a streak because you, you always kind of, you know, maybe throw out the jinx out there. But it's I just think it's it's incredible that Manatee in every district game we've played last year, which was six, this year's two, we've had a running clock. That, that, that's hard to believe. Yeah, and, and I think it shows you that maybe uh, the way our kids are and the way the coaches are, we focus a little bit more in district. You know, as we go through the years, you look back, some of the games that we've lost or maybe been close in that were not district games played a factor into how we were at the end of the year. And when you really look at it, you got to win the big ones. And, and just like in, in major college football, you know, it matters what your conference is to get to the conference championship. It matters what your district record is to get to the state playoffs. Well, certainly you want to win the district championship. The runner-up this year will get in. Next year, maybe not. But certainly you get to host the first playoff game. That's huge. And the way it shapes up this year for Manatee, if, in fact, we do win district, we'll host the first two games, which you can see how this team has played at home just this year, beating Armwood in the kickoff classic, a, a state and national power and then coming back for two running clocks against district opponents. Well, when you look, too, against Armwood, we were probably our healthiest to start out the year. We got a little banged up in that game, got a little banged up the next week, and then, you know, we went on the road, traveled, and really didn't know, you know, exactly what kind of team we had because we were a little banged up. Then all of a sudden we have get back home, have a week off, get healthy, and then look at how we're rolling right now, and that's what we've got to keep doing to keep – stay as healthy as possible, and keep playing downfield as possible. And I think that's what this coaching staff has got this team doing now. Yeah, and we do have uh, John Booth here and Dominique Dunbar. There are our two coaches uh, here tonight. Of course, uh, Dominique is our defensive backs coach. And I believe uh, Cedric Waters is the defensive player of the game. So that's nice to have Dominique here. And he'll be talking about uh, his cornerback, Cedric Waters. But, uh, yeah, like Gene was saying, I think that, you know, our focus in the district games has been outstanding. No, the district isn't, you know, the best district in the state of Florida. But I'm here to tell you it's not a bad district. I mean, some of these teams are pretty good, and I believe Palm Harbor is one of those teams that's pretty good that we will take on Friday night on the road. I think they will test our Hurricanes Friday night. Uh, John Booth, how are you? Hey, you doing all right? Got a little weather delay in practice, and so extended practice time a little bit, but uh, glad we were able to still get something in and uh, and be here tonight. Hey, I could sit here and talk high school. I could have just talked to myself for an hour, but I prefer not to do that. Uh, Dominique, how you doing, buddy? Pretty good. How are you? Uh, we're pretty good. We're pretty good. Um, got a lot to talk about in the next hour, and I just was watching some of the Palm Harbor film last night, 
And I was just telling uh, our radio audience that they're a good football team. They are. And uh, and at this point in the season last year, um, they had a pretty good record as well and doing some, some pretty good things on offense. They've got some, some good uh, athletic skill players. Um, and what they've done a little bit differently this year is, is – um, just some kind of trickery in, in the kicking game. And uh, yeah. we saw that a lot against uh, Sarasota Riverview. Um, but uh, at times throughout their the early part of this season with some onside kicks and some sky kicks and things like that. So um, trying to steal some possessions from, from teams and uh, have, have done a nice job. Yeah, that onside kick early yeah. in last week's game. They scored right. a touchdown. They were head 7 nothing. onside kick. Right. I was like, whoa. <laughs> right. And so, you know, it, we're, we're, we're preparing for that and, and got our guys, you know, situated for onside kicks and sky kicks. And uh, it's, you know, we'll, we'll see kind of how it plays out on Friday. But uh, if nothing else, we'll be prepared for it. Well, John, we're going to get back to the game Friday night. But let's uh, rewind and talk about the huge win. Steinbrenner comes in uh, again coming off a nine-win season last year, a playoff team. They're also, what I say, is a pretty good football team. But, man, after a 7 to nothing lead, 57 unanswered points. Yeah, it's, uh, I thought we made a nice adjustment. Um, you know, we, we had a, a three and out to start the game, and we muffed the punt. And, um, and uh, they ended up staying in the empty set that uh, – we saw them do, and, and we were anticipating that. I don't think we were necessarily anticipating it to be an every down thing like they like they showed. Um, but uh, we ended up making a little bit of an adjustment and uh, got an extra DB in there. Uh, a little bit later than that, we, we brought in an extra D lineman to help create a little bit more pass rush. It's tough in an empty set. If we're not able to get uh, a, a pass rush with our D line, um, you start blitzing guys, and now you're you're leaving yourself susceptible to some some big plays. And so, uh, I like the fact that we were able to make a, a switch, and, and uh, credit to our defensive staff, they did that and, and got some pressure up front, and, and our secondary hung tough, um, you know, the the rest of the way. And it, it seemed like it, at the beginning of the game, we weren't able to get that pressure, and then all of a sudden, I don't know what you said to him. But all of a sudden, we're getting pressure. Well, I don't think it was necessarily anything that we, we said. Uh, you know, I think the, the big one was, was getting an extra DB out on the field and uh, getting some guys that, you know, when you're guarding a spread team, it's, it's you know, it, it can be a lot of man-to-man coverage. And when you have a linebacker doing that on a slot receiver, usually, and we tell our slot guys, you better beat a linebacker. Yeah. And, uh, and and that was the case early. Um but then we, we brought in an extra D lineman, and the fourth D lineman seemed to, to really help the way we didn't have to uh, bring a backer to bring right. pressure. And uh, he was able to kind of stay in coverage and uh, get into some throw lanes to where your you know, quarterback's holding the ball a little bit longer. I thought really the entire defensive line played well. I thought Sysak had a good game. Yeah, he did. Seth Walter, when he yep. got in. You just notice when he's in the game. Yeah, he's he's so explosive off the off the ball. Uh, what they did a lot in their run game, I thought, was going to help those defensive ends and, and the way they pull their their tackles and um, and, and do some things with their run game. It, it, they don't bring any any help to seal that edge, and so we were anticipating our ends to have some big games, and Seth Seth did and Carter did as well. And uh, Dominique, you coach the defensive backs. Cedric Waters comes up with a huge game. Yeah, he did. Um, I prepare these guys uh, every week to go out and make big plays. Um, finally, we you know we got two picks, uh, which we desperately needed because we hadn't had any prior to that weeks before. But I mean, he you know, he went out and had a good game. Yeah, he's uh 
He's a good player, and when you have him out there with Sir Williams at the other corner, there's no reason those guys can't man up, right? Yeah, I, I feel we can man up with any yeah. know, offense in, in the uh, state. That's and, and it's and it's well, it's a huge advantage too, because like you said, when you can go man, it just it, it just frees up a lot of things defensively. Right, John. and I think that the, the biggest thing is what we were able to capitalize on some of those throws. I think Cedric made a, a nice play at the. Uh, you know, on his second interception, the first one, you know, it wasn't a very good throw, but Cedric was in great position and, and made a nice play on it. Um, but uh, really all night, uh, Sir had a, had a, was step for step with, uh, with the guy over the middle on the deep post and, and had a nice pass breakup. Uh, Betts had a nice, pa- a couple nice pa- uh, pass breakups as well. And so all in all, I thought our secondary played really, really well. And, and I kind of felt they were going away from Sir. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think you'll obviously see that. Yeah. yeah. And we have seen that, uh, that they don't want to have anything to do with Sir. And it, and it uh, you know, Cedric was out one game. And so we've kind of had a rotation in the mm-hmm. other corner. And I'm sure they picked that up on film. Yep. Um, let me say this about their quarterback. He's he's good. He throws a nice football. I, yep. You know. Well, we saw that we saw that last year. They hit us early. Um, yeah, a couple double move routes early last year. Uh, we had a blown assignment um, that led to another touchdown. But uh, just a sophomore last year, and he was throwing the ball well. And I knew that they would. The the the, the thing was they had a the court their their starter was injured, and uh, last year and this kid came in as a sophomore. Um, well, they come back this year. Um, and that rising senior hurt his knee again, so now he's the full-time starter again. And so um, both are, are really, really good quarterbacks, and, and this kid will be back again next year, uh, but throws the ball really well. I thought he throws with, with great anticipation and, and gets the ball out quick. Um, you know, a lot of their throws, particularly early, uh, were, were throwing under two seconds. And, you know, it's tough to get a pass rush on that, but, you know, it forces the quick game stuff. we got to come up, rally, make tackles, and I thought we did a nice job at that. All right, we're going to take our first time out. When we come back, we'll talk about the offensive explosion that we saw at Joe Canan Field at Hawkins Stadium. You're listening to Hurricane Hotline. We're live from Buffalo Wild Wings, and we'll be back with more right after this. Are you looking to get a great price on a new Buick, GMC, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used car you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it, Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. And I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandpa started our dealership over 50 years ago, we have been proud to be part of this community. So for your family's next vehicle, come see our family, Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC, where we treat you like family. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Home and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor for over 40 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end. Depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 
First Manatee Bank is now a proud sponsor of Manatee Hurricane Football. Isn't it time for a better banking system? First Manatee Bank is a true hometown community bank, and that's hard to find these days. First Manatee Bank has a staff with a long history of service in our community. Whether it's personal or business, First Manatee will take care of all your banking needs. With locations in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Parrish, there's a First Manatee branch close to you or bank online at firstmanatee.com. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine, as a top Florida attorney, and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located in downtown Bradenton at 701 Manatee Avenue West. Call 748-2104. That's 748-2104. Or log on to MulockLaw.com. Forget the hard sell. Find the right mattress at Sleep King of Sarasota. Here's Sleep King owner Stephen Profit. Well, we have really great salespeople that really pay attention to the customer and their needs. Instead of pushing them around to get into a higher sale or more expensive bed, we go with what they really need. And after the sale, if they were to have any issues as in warranty or comfort problems, we would be there to take care of them on the spot. Visit Stephen and the team at Sleep King of Sarasota today. A block south of Bee Ridge off 41. Online at sleepking.net. AM 930, stress saver, traffic report. Good evening, 75 northbound slow University Parkway up to about State Road 64. This update brought to you by Trilogy by Shea Homes Resort Communities to Soto Bridge north and southbound. Slow ride across the Manatee River, Tamiami Trail northbound. A little jammed up between 301 and the DeSoto Bridge. The Business 41 Bridge, some northbound delays on the north end. Earlier crash, State Road 64 eastbound at Virginia Drive. Still a little jammed up approaching that. And Tamiami Trail northbound, a little slow before University Parkway. The good life, calling your name. Your next chapter could be your best at a trilogy lifestyle community in Central Florida. If you can dream it, you can do it at a trilogy by Shea Holmes Resort Community. Trilogy.com slash Florida. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Presto and coach John Booth. Thank you very much. Welcome back, everyone, to Hurricane Hotline. We've got a nice crowd that's filtered in here tonight, a late-arriving crowd because of the inclement weather. And, of course, everybody around the state now keeping... Their eye on the hurricane, and hopefully that thing will veer off to the right, off into the Atlantic, and just say, see you later. But, boy, it's uh, it's ominous right now out there, and I've got family in West Palm Beach, and whew, they're worried as well they should be, I guess. Yeah, that looks, that looks big, too. It hit, uh, of course, Haiti and is moving into the Bahamas right now. But uh, so far, no problem for our game on Friday night. Now, I'm supposed to be headed to the Swamp. After our game, I'm going to drive up to Gainesville. But, boy, right now, I don't know. It's, yeah. uh, they'll make a decision on that. They'll probably have to make the decision by late tomorrow, I would think, with all the logistics involved. But, uh, boy, we see it. It's just part of what you deal with, I guess, around here. At least for us. And then we'll, I'm, I'm sure, you know, at least the, the, the schools on the East Coast are probably going to have to make their, their change and, and probably pay, play on uh, on Monday. They're going to have to because it's, it's district, district games. Yeah. yeah, and you can't just get rid of a district game. Right. 
Well, speaking of district games, uh, we extended our streak of eight straight running clocks. Boy, that running clock, I, you know, I hate to get into my dissertation on the running clock, but ugh, I, you know, I just wish they maybe would do it in the fourth quarter. And, and not the third quarter. Well, yeah, and uh, it, it's tough because you get guys that, uh, you know, that practice all year and, and you want to try to get them play. reps. And, and uh, It's ridiculous. Usually <laughs> the other team will have their starters in as well. And, and uh, it's tough when you're playing your starters, their starters against your, your backup guys, and you want to get them reps, but they're continuing to get first downs, and so now the offensive guys can't get in. Or you, you kind of sputter and go three and out, and you have to punt, and you don't get many reps for these guys. And, and you're, you'd be lucky to get two, maybe three possessions. Maybe. What about when you get a touchdown, and the, they still don't right. turn the clock up, and it's like three minutes goes off right. the clock. Or right. a penalty yep. at the end of the game. You know, Jaden Robinson wanted to run another play. He didn't get to run right. the Wildcat quarterback too often. And basically the refs up, no, 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 we're yep. just going to hold it right here. Right. And hey, it's just, I don't know. I, I just think it's a stupid rule. Um, it, if well, you're going to have it, you're going to have. You should have it in the fourth quarter. And then on the flip side, you don't. It doesn't give you an opportunity to to kind of work and claw your way back into the game. No. You know, and and thirty five uh, points is not insurmountable. We've seen that right. over and over in college football exactly. this year. Exactly. And we so, can't see it in high school football because it's impossible because you yeah. have the running clock. Right. Yep. You don't have a chance. Yeah. Yeah. So it's yeah. I I don't think it's smart. I think it needs to be readdressed but the funny thing is no one's asked me from the florida high school yeah, right. Athletic Association. <laughs> they should though well yeah i mean we could get them on the phone right now but um in any event our offense the other night put up some amazing numbers john i know you were glancing over at my stat sheet mm-hmm. here and uh 552 total yards now when you look at that, you have to consider the fact that we barely touched the ball in the second half. Right. And that, that's pretty amazing. 365 rushing, 187 passing, while holding Steinbrenner to 159 passing, 17 rushing yep. for 176 yards. Yep. That's a, that's a total team effort there. And I, and I know we've talked a lot about uh, the defensive struggles, but – the defense really played well the other night, and it's got to give them momentum, Dominique, and we're going to need that Friday night. Oh, we definitely are. I mean, we prepare these guys every week to go out and perform the best they can every Friday. So, I mean, you know, when we face the, you know, the air attack we did Friday, this will be a good test down the road. Because I, I have those uh, tremendous playoff teams that we have coming up in the back of my head every week. Of course, and that's what we're yep. gearing toward. Win the district first, and then let's see what happens because – those teams that we're going to play, they're very, very good in the playoffs, and, uh, and we're going to see we're going to see multiple different. I mean, they're, they're, we've got in, in 8A, we've got some really strong run-heavy offenses, and then we're going to see some teams that that can can chuck the ball. And I, I think particularly Barrow Beach and, and uh, uh, Dr. Phillips is a strong run team. Apopka is a strong heavy run team, and so it's that balance. But we're going to see some teams that will chuck it. And I just think that the key to our defense, and again, I think it's the key to most defenses, is you've got, if you can put pressure with your front four, mm-hmm. you're probably going to be a very successful defense. Yep. I mean, we saw in college, you know, they went to some prevent, they, you know, and it, well, the final play in the Tennessee-Georgia game, they let Dobbs sit back there right. and, and write a book. Right. And then he's able to get his receiver down in the end zone and put a really a pinpoint pass, and they win the game. Absolutely. And there, we, when you watch some film on Palm Harbor, uh, there's a couple clips where they're sitting back there, quarterback sitting back there five or six seconds. 
that's tough on a DB. I, I don't oh, care who you are. You you're not going to guard yeah. a person for six seconds. It's a long and, time. Uh, you know, you got a guy kind of dragging across the field, and, and uh, you know, it just creates big-time throw lanes. So we're going to have to get pressure, not only that, like we did this past week, but uh, this week coming up. And you're right, because some of the problems we had, John, is when we blitzed earlier in the year, and we just – our switches weren't quite right. I right. kind of – it's, it's kind of like basketball, you know, when you do a pick and roll and, you know, you're not communicating and all of a sudden nobody's got yeah. the roll guy and, you know, it's a, it's a slam dunk. Yeah, you end up blitzing your, yourself out of position. And that's, yeah. and, and that's what's happened to us. But, you know, if you don't blitz, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, right. I, I mean, it, you have to do it some. There's no right. doubt about it. But uh, if you can put constant pressure with your front four, yep. you're going to win a ton that's of gonna football That's going to help you be games. successful, no doubt. Now, I, I can't say enough about uh, Keon Fordham. Because he's our offensive player of the game, co-player of the game with A.J. Cole Giovanni. It, that's not a misprint, right? He only had six carries? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30, well, 29.2 yards a carry. I've right. never quite seen that. Yeah. <laughs> never. It's, uh, it, uh, it's pretty impressive when you when you couple that with, with how Josh ran as well. I mean, 10 carries between the two of them. Um, you know, it's uh, – Josh averaged 21 yards a touch. Right. He was almost impossible to bring down. Right. Yeah. It, uh, you know, it's it, that, that's a first for me. I haven't really seen some offensive production with that. But you talk about 10 carries between the two. Five of them went for touchdowns. Um, every other every other carry went for a touchdown with those guys. It was just one of those, I uh, thought the offensive line did a nice job. But I think what I really, one of the most impressive runs was, was an outside trap that we did to the left side. And the patience that Keon showed in that run before he hit the hole, um, letting the blocks kind of develop and then shooting through and ended up was a 75-yard touchdown run. But uh, just was something that we probably wouldn't have seen from him early in this year. He, you know, I think that's one thing that it, it almost kind of clicked for him. It almost kind of all, everything kind of came together, the, 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 showing the patience, seeing the, seeing the hole, and then hitting it full speed and then going. We've got one of uh, Keon's touchdowns here. I'm not sure if it's a 75-yarder, but uh, let's go ahead and run that cut. Keon Fordham. Cola Giovanni will give off to Fordham. Fordham to the 25, to the 30, to the 35, to the 40. There he goes. Nobody's going to catch him. Keon to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown. Keon Fordham. Wow. Yeah, that was... uh... One of his amazing well, runs. And I, and I think, you know, like I said, you, you go back to some of the early part of, of his career. Okay, hold on one second. We'll, we'll be taking a break in a second. Okay. I think one of the things that, uh, you know, you look at the early part of this season, I, uh, you know, Keon gets that handoff off tackle. That would be something as as it looks kind of clouded in, within the hole, uh, blocks not necessarily getting set up right at the at that second. He probably bounces that. And we've seen runs with with him doing that. Um, but I just really love to see his patience with that, letting that block set up, and then and then trusting his line to be able to get through that hole at that at the right time. It's just beautiful. Well, Dominique, you've been around a lot of good running backs at Manatee when you played yep. at Louisville. Uh, he's only a sophomore. We don't want to start, you know, pumping him too much, but looks pretty a, good right now, doesn't he? He has a very, very high ceiling, very high ceiling. He, I, you know, I don't want to say he's, he just, when he gets out there, he it just, it almost seems like he was born for that position. And, and the weird thing is, in JB, he kind of bounced around. He played a little receiver, 
Played a little Wildcat quarterback, a little running back. He did a little bit Plays of everything. Plays as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure. Did you know, you know, what you were yeah, – I don't think you did, did you? Did you know that, that okay? Well, it was, it was kind of one of those things, where, where can he be best used at? And uh, we knew we needed to get the ball in his hand. Um uh, you know, we talked about maybe being kind of similar to what KP did for yeah. us last year, and, and within the slot, in which, in fact, when uh, when, when Josh had, had come in and enrolled, um, this was a way to allow us to have both of those guys mm-hmm. on the field at the same time, Josh at tail, and then put him at the slot. Um, but uh, you know, obviously, in the first game against Armwood, uh, he ended up leaving with a dislocated elbow, yeah, so. and so when we got him back, uh, Josh went out with an ankle and so it was just it, it was kind of one of those things that just kind of naturally fell into running back for us this year um and and he's and the, the what i really like is how coachable he is um and then just his retention to everything that he's learned from jv and then what he learned from the early part of, of what we've been doing uh at running back because it's, it can be a lot when you're playing receiver you're playing um you're playing running back you're doing some different things we've got different packages for you it's a lot to remember and so i thought he, he's done a really nice job of handling all of that and making the most of his opportunity so the next question has got to be the follow-up how to get booker and Keon? i mean we saw it the other night a one-two punch but can you play him can you go to a two-back offense it's already in the works and so we it's something that we put in um this we've, we've already had the personnel uh grouping for it and we saw that a couple of years ago when we had uh, octavius and johnny um at, at the same time and and uh and so we've got uh we've got that personnel group and we've got it with with uh aj running quarterback we've got it with Tariq running quarterback and so different now obviously when Tariq and oh listen i don't care if some people are listening to this that you know because they got to stop it right mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> it does it. right exactly. um it, when Tariq's running quarterback, obviously you'll remain in the Wildcat. With AJ, will you run any I with? Um, uh, probably right now, no. Uh, it's not necessarily high on the priority list. Um, you know, it, it's. I think when you get into that type of uh, a set and formation, it, it, it brings a different identity to what we we do offensively. Uh, I look at what these guys have done, and, and Josh running 20 yards a carry. I don't know if, if putting him at fullback is necessarily the best thing for right. us. I mean, you know, the, both of those guys can really tote the rock. I think we keep him in the split and the gun, and it, it gives us uh, a little bit of that misdirection, and, and I don't know where they're going to go right. type feel to it. And then you still have your, your weapons on the outside. And we still have weapons on the outside. Um, with with Tariq, if AJ's in, and, and, and certainly, you know, Jaden Pollock and Porter and all those guys. My only thought would be when you get inside the – eight six yard line you know it would be nice to have a, a power setup oh yeah like that yep. and um I'm, I'm still for some reason i love the quarterback sneak i don't know i'm just <laughs> when too. it's when it's yeah. uh fourth and less than a yard i just don't think I, I don't like the fact that there's room for air when you have somebody back in the wildcat where right. if you're and under the, t- the tough thing with that is when you're a, a shotgun spread team that's all you do. You don't run it. You yeah. don't run yeah. underneath. And so you, you almost have to. There was a couple years ago when we were playing Palmetto at our place a few years ago. And we got inside the we got inside the five twice and got under center to do a little bit of an off-tackle fullback play and a quarterback sneak, and we fumbled the snap and both times. Yeah, well, and lost well, both Florida did it the other day. Yeah. But the ironic thing is they do run under center. Right. <laughs> and there was no excuse whatsoever. Right. But I still like the play call, right. you yep. know, because it's the shortest way to get right. into the end zone. Yep. And if you have a 
you know, a decent offensive line. And I think, you know, Manatee has uh, some size there that they could run behind. But, yeah, you're right. If you don't do it, it's, it's right. very difficult to do. All right, we're going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll have our players of the game. We've got Keon Fordham, A.J. Cola Giovanni, and hopefully Cedric Waters is on his way, too. Gene Brown will be talking with those young men when we return. You're listening to Hurricane Hotline live from Buffalo Wild Wings. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. Well, as any business knows, you don't want to be a little fish. It's, it's dangerous. You can't do it all. I was a little fish. And then Tryon Solutions in Troy solved my HR, payroll, taxes, workers' compensation, employee benefits, and kept me government compliant. All the things that were taking my time and holding me back from being a big fish. Tryon didn't sell me a package. They partnered with my business so I could focus on what I do best. Don't be a little fish. Tryon works for me. Tryonworks.com. Mr. Sparky, we're on time, you'll see. Mr. Sparky, oh, your repair is free. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888-8-SPARKY. Welcome to El Toro Bravo. Thanks. This is my friend, Tyronosaurus Tex. He loves Southwest Mexican food, and he's got a big appetite. 
You came to the right place. We have eight different lunch specials like the Tijuana combo plate, our non-fried chimichanga, and the delicious taco salad plate. Each one is just $8.25 and they're really filling. He says that sounds awesome. Excellent. How about a high five? Uh, seriously, he's a T-Rex. ElToroBravoSarasota.com Uncle Sam wants you to buy American at Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Our quality is superior to the imports. Just remember, at Dominic's Blinds, our shades are made in Alabama, not China. Call 922-2345. AM 930, Stress Saver, Traffic Report. Good evening, 75, looking pretty good now through Sarasota and Manatee County. Just some minor northbound delays from about uh, University Parkway up to State Road 64. This update brought to you by Oak Hill Academy. The Soto Bridge, north and southbound, still a little slow across the Manatee River. Business 41, looking good. No problems on the Skyway, just a rain-slowed ride on the south end of the bridge. State Road 64 eastbound, earlier crash before Virginia Drive. Uh, still seeing some delays as you approach that. State Road 70, University Parkway, Fruitville, Bee Ridge, Clark Roads, all in good shape. Where can you find a boarding school that will enable your child to realize his or her untapped potential? Oak Hill Academy, nationally recognized. For more information, oak-hill.net. Dave Kosh, AM 930, The Answer. Welcome back to Hurricane Hotline, hosted by Dave Presto and Hurricanes head coach, John Booth. Talk to the coach now, 877-969-8600. Now, here's Dave Presto and coach John Booth. All right, welcome back, everyone, to Hurricane Hotline. We're live from Buffalo Wild Wings. And if you're out there driving around on your way home from work or just running an errand, you need to get over here because Tuesday night, half-price wings. There we go. John, they're giving wings away here. <laughs> and they're good, too. They are good. So get on over here to Buffalo Wild Wings. There's not a better place to watch college football on Saturday or the NFL on Sunday. So if you don't come over on Tuesday, make sure you're over on the weekend, Saturday, Sunday, for all the football action. It's just a great setup in here. There's not a bad seat. And you know what? We've got baseball starting tonight, the playoffs, without my St. Louis Cardinals for the first time since 2010. I was rather depressed on Sunday, but I bounced back. But, uh, yeah, that all starts tonight. The American League wild card game is tonight, National League tomorrow, and then we'll have multiple games. So, again, this is a great place to come and watch baseball also. It's just uh, you, you, you don't beat it, the combination of great food and uh, great sports viewing. All right, we've got our players of the game. A.J. Giovanni, Keon Fordham on offense, and Cedric Waters on defense, and Gene Brown has all of them right now. Yeah, we're out here with all of them. They're deciding how many wings they want to eat amongst themselves. So let's we'll start with A.J., you know, the kind of the leader of this group as you come out here. And A.J., uh, obviously we've had little struggles at the beginning with some of our away games, but come home and really had some good times. Um, Friday night, you know, we really came out and showed that we can basically be very versatile passing and running. And obviously we were talking about your block when you were playing wide receiver, which I'm sure Coach Booth says just back up and stay out of the way. But anyway, so uh, tell us how this team feels now getting into district play and really having two district games that showed that what we were made of and obviously to keep improving and getting healthy. 
we have a lot of confidence, and uh, going in and getting these past two wins have been really big. And uh, just going in and just trying to be more consistent every game, working hard to practice, and just uh, doing your job on Friday night, and everything should go well. I mean, we've had a lot of uh, delays and different things early on in the season with some weather and that. You think as far as the team is uh, keeping going and keeping focused for this run as we go through the rest of the district? Yeah, I think our team's very focused. You know, these weather delays are a bummer, but, you know, you have to fight through adversity and go out. And we might be waiting in the locker room for 30 minutes, an hour, but we go out and we practice 100%. So as far as Friday night went, did you think uh, that you would be homecoming king? (laughs) I didn't think I was going to be homecoming king, but, uh, you know, it was a great honor. Well, congratulations, and that shows you what what a great uh, leader you are at the school and and how the kids at the school really respect you and and what you're doing to be positive in the community of Manatee High School. So great job. All right, now we'll go over to Keon Fordham. Uh, Coming back, and every week, every day, you get a little bit healthier, I think, from that early season injury. Um, Obviously, as we've gone through, we've, we've seen how getting the ball on the outside and what you can do cutting through. What do you feel as we go through the rest of the season, um, getting stronger and better, you know, what you want to try to do to keep the team rolling? I just want to keep the people focused and uh, uh, just keep winning games, keep executing at all costs and just do what we got to do. Do you feel that, uh, you know, with Coach Booth that we might be a pass first and then run team or are we a run team now and pass second? Uh, we're a run team first, <laughs> then pass, I think. Whatever As a running back, win. that's what you want him to keep reminding him of it. But it's mostly, though, it's just being versatile, and uh, you don't care really if you get the ball on the handoff or a little screen pass or something. Yeah, I really don't care. I just really want to get in the end zone. And the most important thing to do as a running back, who do you want to thank for opening up those holes for you? Uh, the O-line, Seth Walter, my boy. All right, well. Keep up the good work and stay healthy and, and uh, just have a good season and keep going because um, as, as a hurricane, there's a lot of things out there that you can do and keep improving on and making it better. So great job. Thank you. All right. I guess we'll just go right to the defensive player. Cedric, two picks. Right yeah. All right. So uh, kind of scoot over here, Cedric. Um, coming in here in uh, this defense, obviously much aligned, misaligned at the beginning of the season and coming back and really two games now where we've only given up seven points. What's the uh, the defense, how's the defense feeling? Are we feel like we're getting better, or do we feel like we're just one game at a time to keep improving? Because, you know, we were a little bit, uh, the community probably, I'm trying to say it nicely, was really disappointed at the beginning of the season in how we give up so many points. Uh, yes, sir, we started to feel great, like, we, week by week, we just starting to bond more with each other, and that's how the defense starting to get better and better. Yeah, because early on, we knew we were playing some very good teams also, and as we get going, uh, I think that'll help us as we get going in the season. And uh, you want to give any props out to Coach Choate for, for kind of keeping things going and, and uh, get you in a position, maybe get a few more interceptions? Yes, sir. Uh, I want to thank Coach Choate and Coach Dunbar for <laughs> putting me in position to make plays. All right, well, keep up the good work. I've got a question for Cedric. Does your mom work at the sheriff's office? She's a great lady. Thank you. 
Susie, right? Yes, sir. Yep, yep. Susie takes care of all of us down at the sheriff's office. All right. Well, uh, the most important thing we think, as we know, offensively and defensively, is keep working hard, keep our heads up, and also be good stewards of our community and especially the high school in a situation where we know what we are and we know how we're going to keep improving. And uh, we'll show everybody at the end of the season how the beginning of the season was kind of a an aberration that we're going to work through. Great job, guys. All right, thanks, Gene. Our players of the game once again, Keon Fordham, A.J. Cola Giovanni, and Cedric Waters. And uh, speaking of A.J., we do have a, a clip of one of his uh, touchdown passes the other night. Not sure how many TD passes did he have. Jeff? He had two. Two. So, uh, Ace, let's uh, run that touchdown pass from uh, A.J. Cola Giovanni. From the 50-yard line, Cola Giovanni drifts to the right, wants to throw long, has Porter down there, and it is caught. Jannard Porter with a terrific catch. He goes down at the 11-yard line. Give him 39 yards, first and 10 for the Hurricane. Okay, that wasn't the touchdown pass, but it was, it was one a of great his pass, though. long <laughs> passes that he had. And uh, Jannard Porter had a nice game, too. John. He did, and that was a great catch. It was great ball placement. Uh, I thought Jannard did a great job of stacking the defender on that and allowing the ball to come over the top and just made a great catch. Yeah, and I, I, A.J. appears to be getting more and more comfortable out there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think he's just kind of doing what – I'm sure the coaches are telling, let the game come to you because that's uh, that's what you got to do. You, you you just can't press. Well, yeah, and and uh, you know you you look at he had kind of back to back weeks where you know not not real good situations for for him as a quarterback. Um, you know, Palmetto game is uh, downpour, field sloppy, uh, the ball slick and wet, and uh, not ideal situations for throwing the ball, which both teams really didn't throw the ball effectively at all. Uh, and then the next week against Venice, we're, we're in a uh, kind of a shootout, and, and we've got to start throwing the ball, which, you know, when, when a defense can make a team one-dimensional, it makes it tough to, to do some things as well. And so um, I think he's kind of getting into a situation where we've, we were able to settle down and really kind of dictate offensively what we wanted to do um, and to where he's not having to press or force things and, and just allowing things to happen. Had a great game um, Friday night, and I uh, thought – Completion percentage was high and and, uh, and just threw the ball really, really well. And I think one of the things last year coming into the season, you know, really weren't any expectations mm-hmm. with A.J. Cole Giovanni. Just go in, manage the game, and, uh, you know, he ended up having just a terrific year. You know, things were a little different this year. A lot of expectations, a lot of hype, and, you know, sometimes that gets to a young man. Right, and I think so. But, you know, I, I think we're, we're at the point now at this point in the season where we're not really too far off from where A.J. was statistically at this time last year right. and so um you know it's it, it's it's difficult when you you know he had a fantastic game uh, against hewitt throwing the ball and and it's just tough when you get into a rain game and, and then you get behind the the scoreboard a little bit like we did against uh against venice but uh the last couple of weeks i thought he's bounced back really well he's come to practice with really good focus and and uh, just uh working on his game and, and uh, footwork and everything and, and has just done a nice job the last couple of weeks. So we've got to continue and improve just like everybody else at the quarterback position, and A.J. Uh, is no different, and uh, and he's, he's taking that approach. So, Dominique, what about uh, Cedric Waters? We just heard from the young man, and uh, he got his two picks. Uh, you've got two pretty good cornerbacks to work with, and the great thing is you got them both back next year, right? Yeah, that, yeah that's a tremendous thing. This is the first year where – 
I can get pretty much the whole secondary back. Yeah, Josh Betts comes back. And they should be way, way better than what they are this year next year. Yep, and uh, the defense, I feel, John, is, is, is starting to come together. We saw Booker out on defense a little bit uh, toward the end of the game. What's your plan there? Well, we're going to continue to work him in at that position. Um, it, it's tough because of how late he's coming in, and we don't get, um, you know, true full weeks of, of preparation. You get a couple days and, and then a walkthrough. And so we've got to try to cram as much information to him uh, in those three days to get him comfortable with knowing what to do. Um, he, he's going to defensive meetings uh, before practice. He's getting reps both at, at linebacker and at tailback and, and – uh, you know, our hope is to to see that him get comfortable at that position to to really give us a, a you know another option, another weapon on that side of the ball. Somebody that can just run sideline to sideline. Yeah, use his athletic ability, um, just you know his his physicality, his toughness, and and uh, and give us a little bit more athleticism, you know, on that side of the ball if we can if we can get him to do that. The tough thing is his ability to be able to to run the ball, and, and it's such a weapon for us offensively. Um, it's going to be tough to to have him play both sides of the ball 100%. And, uh, and so we've got to find some balance with that. Um, I think having Keon as, as another weapon at the running back position will allow us the flexibility to be able to do that, which is why we made the move um, last week to, to start getting Josh reps at the linebacker position. But, but no doubt just a, a fantastic athlete and, and somebody that uh, we're going to count on uh, the rest of this year on, on both sides of the ball. Has he ever played linebacker? I think he he's grown up playing it. Yeah. Um, I does think he have the instincts? What you're, what he you're does. Watching? Yeah, he does. And and there's some there's some fundamental technique things that that he's just kind of has to get you know caught up with. And and uh, but you can just see when when a kid just naturally can do something, right. uh, either can naturally run the ball or catch or tackle. He's got those those natural instincts. And so now it's just going to be okay. Where do we line up? What do you do on this call? What do you do against this check and things like that? And, and just some of the in-game strategy things that we need to do. But uh, but certainly going to be a good one for us. Okay. we You know, we've been a little remiss in trivia. And as you're talking there, I thought, you know what? This brings up a great trivia question. This goes way, way back. But, you know, I go way, way back. So why not? The, uh, the Hurricanes had a two-way player that played a little bit of running back and a little bit of linebacker way back, played on a state championship team, then went to the University of Florida and ended up as a starting linebacker and a second leading tackler for the for the Gators. Who was that? Who was that uh, outstanding running back who later transitioned into an outstanding linebacker at the University of Florida? Played on a state championship team here. If you know... Raise your hand, or if you're out there in the audience, call us real quick, though, 955-0930, 955-0930. We have some free wings. I think we do, right, Gene? We can come up with free wings, uh, or at least half-price wings tonight. <laughs> but uh, if you know that, uh, and again, you got to go back in time. You know, this wasn't uh, yesterday that this happened, but uh, one of my favorite players ever at Manatee High. And we also have to give his nickname – for a free coat. Yeah, yeah, if you know his nickname. And uh, that he was one of the better running backs slash linebackers ever at Manatee High School. So if you know it, raise your hand. If you want to call in, call. You've got a couple minutes. And we got two minutes, only two. I probably should have done this earlier, but when we started talking about that, because it's unusual, John. Right. 
It's very unusual. But when you can get a guy that can do it, you kind of know it. And this Booker reminds me a little bit of uh, of this young man. And I think what what makes it uh, what makes it nice for us as as, as coaches is his. His desire to do it, his willingness to do it. He's 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 been coachable through the whole transition, and and uh, uh, I think he's excited about it. Hey, uh, we've just got uh, a little over a minute to go in the show, and I know that we're playing Palm Harbor, John, but it may take two hours to get there. Right. So what what what's our travel plans Friday? Well, we're gonna we're gonna leave early. We're gonna leave about 3:30, and uh, in hopes to get there sometime between 5 5:30. Uh, last time we were up there a few years ago, um, it was a uh, it ended up there was construction out there as well. It ended up being about two hours. Yeah, it's a it's a haul to get yep. up there, and they're a very good team, and we can ill afford a, a district loss here. So yeah. I know you're focused and ready to yep, roll. Absolutely. Dominic Dunbar, thank you for stopping by tonight. And sorry about uh, Louisville the other day. But, uh, hey, you still got it, man. You still got it. And, John, um, we'll be back uh, next Tuesday. Good luck against Palm Harbor. Let's go up there and get a win. Absolutely. Thank you. All right. Want to set the scene here. Friday night we'll be on the air at 7 o'clock leading up to a 7.30 kickoff. And the answer to the trivia question, we didn't get it, Kevin Kiki Freeman Great running back at Manatee, went on to play at the University of Florida, one of their leading tacklers. That'll do it for Hurricane Hotline. We'll be back next Tuesday and, of course, Friday night at Palm Harbor. For Coach John Booth and Dominic Dunbar, Gene Brown, this is Dave Bristow. So long, everyone. First, Gary from accounting came in with the sniffles. Just a cold, he said, but it was not a cold. Then Janet breaks out in a heavy sweat. That's the flu. Then round and round the office it goes. But when it's your turn, well, it's not going to be your turn because you got your flu shot at Rite Aid where they care about you and your health. So while they're waiting for the coughing, sore throat, aching flu to pass, you can go to the big game. Score! Shield yourself with a flu shot from Rite Aid before it's too late. No appointments necessary and it's free with most insurance. Rite Aid. With us, it's personal. Flu vaccines available while supplies last. Age restrictions apply in some states. See pharmacy for details. Here's something to feel good about from Centrum Silver. Vitamin D was discovered in the age of dancing, the roaring 20s. Right on cue, because vitamin D plays an essential role in supporting strong bones and muscles. And just as dance moves have evolved, so is the importance of vitamin D. That's why Centrum Silver upgraded to our highest level of vitamin D3 ever. (laughs) Hey, want to dance? Centrum Silver, something to definitely feel good about. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.